Celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas, the Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. Gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. Alrighty, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program on this almost Friday, Thursday. Coming to you live and direct from the gaming capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada, right here at our studio station, our home base, Sports Talk, 1400 AM. Beautiful day here in Las Vegas as we ramp it up on Preakness weekend here in Las Vegas. We're right now at 72 degrees, going to get up to 99 today. And there's no wind. Expecting it may be on Saturday, but no wind today. It's a beautiful day in our neighborhood. And we welcome you to the Race Day Show on this uh, 13th day of May 2021. That is, of course, 5132021. That's your date. And uh, like I said, a beautiful day in our neighborhood. We hope it is as the same around the country and around the world, really, as we uh, broadcast our shows on many different platforms to get to you. Like uh, our websites, racedaylasvegas.com, .vegas.world.global. Your device apps, your phone apps, KSHP phone apps that you can put on your iPhones and your Android so you can hear us streaming now. And, of course, uh, a whole bunch of different uh, platforms and different uh, delivery systems with our, our podcasting. Your favorite podcast site, just look for us there. We'll be there for you. So we welcome you no matter how you get us, when you get us. Whenever you get us. Welcome to the Race Day Show for this Thursday, the 13th day of May. Hey, listen, at least it ain't Friday the 13th. Anyhow, um, we're looking ahead to the Preakness Stakes on Saturday. We have all of the stories surrounding it. The Bob Baffert story. The uh, the, 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 the uh, drug test story. Uh, you know, the, the one story that's kind of getting overlooked is the fact that uh, while... Medina Spirit is going for the Triple Crown, the only horse that can in winning the Kentucky Derby now to the second jewel on Saturday. His biggest competition may be from Stablemate Concert Tour. Now, Medina Spirit on the morning line is 9-5. to five. Concert Tour is 5-2. to two. And uh, it will add another dimension of uh, scratching the head. If Bob Baffert brings in a horse to beat Bob Baffert, and prevent Medina Spirit from winning the Triple Crown. Just another, just another weave in the story, uh, storyline of uh, this Preakness. So the 146 Preakness Stakes, uh, the program uh, day will feature 14 races. It'll start early in the morning, 7.30 here in Las Vegas, uh, of course, uh, Pacific time. And there are a whole bunch a whole bunch of wagers available. Now, remember, for us here in Las Vegas, as we negotiated through the bookmaking parameters of the Kentucky Derby at Churchill Downs, no such parameters this time around. We are full tilt in our uh, simulcasting and the simulcasting pools for Pimlico Racecourse in Maryland. Therefore, we can participate in all of these crazy, goofy, terrific uh, betting pools that, uh, that certainly will yield more than the bookmaking limits if uh, some of these horses that we like come in. Now, in addition to this, uh, the win, place, and show, 
each race on the program will offer a dollar minimum exacta, 50 cent minimum trifecta and superfecta wager, with a base price of 10 cents. All right? Superfecta, 10 cent superfectas. And there's also going to be a $1 super high five wager for those races with enough starters. They'll have rolling doubles, rolling pick threes, all at 50 cent minimums, starting with the first race on Preakness Day. And of course, uh, tomorrow, Black Eyed Susan's Day, with a big card as well. They'll have all of these betting availabilities as well. The Preakness program will also have three pick fours, two pick fives, each at a 50 cent base wager. So it goes on and on and on. Now, uh, they will have a, the first pick five starts in the second race. It'll include three allowance races and then the Chick Lang Stakes and the Gallaret. The second pick five starts in the ninth race, and it'll include the Skipak Stakes, the Jim McKay Turf Sprint, the Maryland uh, Sprint Stakes, the Dinner Party Stakes, and, of course, the Million Dollar Preakness. So there's all sorts of good stuff going on. There is also a Rainbow Six starting with the eighth race. And uh, it ends with the Preakness, a 20-cent minimum wager. And it's got a 20% uh, takeout. So that's a little high, but 20-cent per takeout there. But uh, there's pl- there is plenty of betting opportunities on Preakness Day. And we'll be able here in Las Vegas to enjoy all the entire menu of paramutual offerings this time around. And isn't that good news? So we welcome you to the Race Day Show. We're going to give you an update on the uh, COVID here in Nevada as we move through. Of course, we have Rich Ang today. Rich Ang's got a simulcast sheet out today. John Lindo has done the Pimlico races for today. There are eight races at Pimlico today. John Lindo has a Lindo report for that. And, of course, Jerry J comes back as well with uh, the Belmont card today on our uh, menu of racetracks. So before we get started, here's the COVID report, the COVID update here in Las Vegas and in Nevada. Uh, Overnight, we had 464 new positives in the entire state, six deaths. Clark County uh, accounted for 420 of the entire 464 in the state. Clark County, of course, where the bulk of the population is the city of Las Vegas, the cities of Henderson, North Las Vegas, and, of course, the fabulous Strip. So 420 of the 464 here in Clark County, and three of the six deaths occurred here in Clark County as well. Now, we're doing good as as far as the infection rate. We're getting near the number that the CDC wants to see. See, our infection rate right now in the entire state is 5.4%, and in Clark County is 5.5%. So we're doing okay. Hospitalizations were down, only 274 in the entire state, people hospitalized as a result of the COVID virus. Now, we are 80% occupancy right now. The town is cooking again. Good stuff happening all over the place. Peeps are coming back and enjoying themselves. The um, shows are coming back in force. The uh, Several of the um, hotels are now at 100% capacity as far as rooms. We got a, a lot of um, uh, a lot of uh, uh, conferences and a lot of uh, sh- uh, as far as uh, conventions all uh, booking to come back. And now we get to June first, and if we have reached a certain number of total people in the state vaccinated, the the total that the state believes, in addition with the um, people have already been infected and have, of course, overcome it, etc., that we can reach something called close to herd immunity, and then we can open up 100%. We are predicting that to be on the June 1st, but the governor did say that some people out there are kind of either hesitant or just not putting it as a number one priority. So the the volume of vaccinations have gone down a little bit. Now, we gotta we got to get that up so we can get the town open 100%. Just keep that in mind. So until then, you know, wear the masks. I know it's a pain in the mask. 
It's a pain in the mask. I know it. But we, a little bit longer. All the good stuff. Get vaccinated. That's all I can say. All righty. Uh, we're going to go to our first break on the show because I want to get started with uh, the guys. We had, of course, uh, a good uh, a good conversation with John Lendo yesterday about this whole situation with Bob Baffert. Jerry J also jumped in. But uh, we'll give Rich Ang a little bit more time today to talk about his thoughts about what's going on. Good news is this. Medina Spirit is, is being allowed to run the Preakness Stakes and scrutiny will be there, and uh, hopefully that'll be enough to cool all the jets out there. Let's get back to looking at the Preakness of that middle jewel is a triple crown from the race aspect, right? We'll be right back. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. from drf.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the race day las vegas show all righty back on the race day las vegas radio program for this almost friday thursday and um all i can say is that uh well, the scrutiny is going to be all around Bob Baffert, you know, in the uh, Preakness stakes. But uh, along with Medina Spirit, who did uh, who did uh, win the Kentucky Derby, until they decide about the split samples, what happens there. The main contender is his stablemate, Concert Tour. A Concert Tour is the only horse in the field who show the raw talent to compete with his stablemate. And, of course, uh, he, his uh, Rebel victory at Arkansas was impressive. And, of course, um, his Arkansas Derby was a little disappointment. And then they backed up on him. But now he's going to be- get back in the fray. And, of course, uh, you know, Medina Spirit. Uh, strong credentials. He won the Kentucky Derby. Uh, he probably will concede the lead to Concert Tour if Concert Tour wants to. Remember, Concert Tour is going to break from post 10. And Medina Spirit will be pro- breaking, breaking from post 3. So I'm pretty sure John Velasquez aboard Medina Spirit is going to glance on over to Mike Smith riding Concert Tour and figure out who wants to go to this lead. They certainly don't want to get into head-to-head duel in a faster-than-want uh, pace and have Bob Baffert looking on as he will, like us, on TV saying, what the heck is going on, right? Good long shot in this race is keep me in mind. Uh, didn't run well in the Derby, we know that. He went very wide, turning for home, and so he was out of it. But this is a horse that might be able to pick up some pieces. You got Midnight Bourbon. Uh, who many people are going to discount his derby because he was way off the pace than usual. Uh, So figuring that's only 10 in the Preakness, that he'll be a little bit closer. Uh, Crowded trade, got good speed figures. 
Brent is 104 career high uh, Brisnet rating at least, and the best in the field. Then you got Ron Bauer. Here's the interesting horse from Southern California, Mike McCarthy's horse. This horse been keeping good company. You know, he's he's been keeping company with those horses out of California, the Baffert horses, uh, Concert Tour and Bedina uh, Spirit. So Ron Bauer has a, a really good shot in this race. Going to give an honest performance, I think. Ram, big long shot, 30-1, to 1, but he's trained by D. Wayne Lucas. And uh, we all know he knows how to get a horse ready for the Preakness. He's got uh, big Preakness numbers, D. Wayne Lucas, the coach. But uh, he's going to have to take a giant step to get in the number here. Risk-taking at 15-1 to 1 is Chad Brown's horse. Um, and this horse is, is still kind of learning. But it looked like he figured something out when they put the blinkers on. Uh, after an terrible showing in the Wood Memorial. Now, off that poor effort, he's hard to endorse. But don't forget, it's Chad Brown. They have uh, done the equipment change that might work. The uh, the Japanese horse, Franz Godina. You heard about the trials and tribulations. Uh, John Leno was telling us yesterday about uh, his workout, and then he threw his jockey in the morning. His exercise rider. So he's, uh, I don't know about him. And, of course, Unbridled Honor, uh, who was uh, in the Lexington and helped by a perfect race in the Lexington, and he still couldn't win, earning a high uh, figure in the slop. So really, you know, when it comes down to it, yours truly likes, uh, of course, the two Baffert horses. And the two long shots, keep me in mind, and Rombauer. Those are the two I'm going to kind of hang my hat on to play some gimmicks with. Anyhow, that's my take, but we're waiting for the handicappers. They're the ones that are going to tell us, you know, because they're the experts. They're the guys who do the numbers and all of the... Uh, Ouija boards and all the stuff else that they have to do. In any case, here's the menu of racetracks available today in the Racebook Simulcast Centers and Racetracks around the country. Reminding you, the first post times we broadcast on the show each and every day reflect that of the Pacific Time Zone because we're in the Pacific Time Zone here in Las Vegas. These will be the first post times that roll out in our race and sports books today. So if you're not listening here, where we emanate and originate all the race day shows from the studios over the airwaves of Sports Talk 1400 AM in Las Vegas. And you're listening maybe on all of those different platforms and delivery systems we have, like our websites, racedaylasvegas.com.vegas.world.global, or your iPhones or your Androids with your KSHP phone apps that you put on your devices. You can hear us now streaming. And, of course, uh, the podcast where you can get uh, wherever you get your podcasting from. However, wherever, whenever you get us. First post times are Pacific. If you're not in the Pacific time zone, adjust to the Pacific time zone so you don't miss anything. Because, you know, I don't want you to miss anything like I miss mom or dad, right? All right. We'll get started with uh, Old Hilltop, Pimlico. Yep. First on the menu today, first post time is 9.40. Earlier post times tomorrow and, of course, Preakness Day. When you get to uh, tomorrow and Preakness Day, you're going to get up real early to get uh, started with uh, Pimlico. Pimlico has an 8.30 a.m. Pacific time start time tomorrow, Friday, with 14 races on Black Eyed Susan's Day. And they will start at 7.30 a.m. Pacific time on Preakness Saturday with 14 races there as well. But for today, Pimlico starts its first post time at 9.40. 9.41 post at Pimlico. And they have eight races today at Old Hilltop. Just getting our, kind of getting our feet warm today at Pimlico with John Lundo's Lundo Report. Next comes uh, Gulfstream Park. Gulfstream Park has eight races today. They're... Uh, Pick six jackpot carryover. Remember, they had a mandatory payout over the weekend. So it has uh, built up a bit. The pick six jackpot carryover at the Rainbow Jackpot today at Gulfstream Park is 41402 bucks. Eight races. First post time is at 950. Then we go to Belmont Park in New York. Now, the weather across the country looks great, except for Florida. 
Well, you're gonna, gonna have, might have some problems down there in Florida, but it's clear as a bell. And the, oh, the entire mid to north Atlantic area, which means Belmont be in shape, as well as all and up and down the Pacific Coast and everything in between. So the, it's looking good, okay? Belmont Park has nine races today. Their first post time is 12.05. They got a, uh, they got a, uh, a twilight kind of post time there, late afternoon post time. So in New York, Belmont will start at 3.05 p.m., but here, five minutes after noon is the start time for Belmont and their nine race card. And again, they have a regular pick six, uh, you know, going on there. It's, it's no jackpot. It's a regular pick six uh, regulations and parameters and all that good stuff. Okay, Golden Gate is next. Golden Gate has a pick six jackpot carryover of $52,897. And their first post time Golden Gate for seven races today is set at uh, 120. 120 first post at Golden Gate. Evangeline Downs is next. Evangeline Downs has eight races today. Their first post time is 3.50, 3.50 Pacific time. Charlestown follows that. Charlestown has a first post of 4 p.m. today for their eight races at Charlestown Racecourse. And uh, then you got Lone Star Park. Lone Star Park has eight races. And their first post at Malone Star with a pick six jackpot carryover of 78,729 bucks. Eight races at Lone Star. First post time is 4.35. Did I mention, I don't think I mentioned Golden Gate's uh, carryover. I will again. The Golden Gate's got a pick six jackpot carryover of 52,897 bucks. First post time there, of course, is 120. All right. That's your menu for today. And when we get back, we'll be in search of our handicappers and getting some horses for today, huh? Yeah, we got to build up our bankroll. We'll be right back. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. Alrighty, while we wait for our handicappers to join us, uh, just uh, let you know that the uh, Twin Qs will be returning tomorrow at Station Casinos. Um, you know, the uh, remember when Bob Baffert, the last time he had a um, this type of situation, that he said he was going to get a, um, it was last fall, after all the uh, rulings were of his other ones. He said he was going to get, uh, you know, like a, advisory board in his in his barn and uh, they were going to pump it up by uh, more scrutiny etc never materialized mm. okay rich ang good morning hey good morning Rafi. well uh you had time to digest all this stuff what do you think <laughs> well i think the you know i was one of those people who basically thought that take a step back and let the process play out mm -hmm. and it is playing out. And, uh, you know, the first step was quite frankly, to to negotiate getting the Bob Baffert's entries into Pimlico. Yeah. And so they worked that out and the process of pre-race testing and post-race testing, which is fine, which is good. Mm -hmm. Keep the public confidence up. Uh, you know, when Baffert made the announcement about the ointment for treating the rash on Medina Spirit, uh, I thought in my mind basically he is admitting that the split sample will probably come back positive because for him to admit the usage of this uh, uh, ointment, uh, you know, that's, he, he's probably saying this, this is where the contamination, in quotes, came from. So, right. you know, it's... Uh, I don't know what to tell you, Ralph. I mean, uh, you know, the thing with Baffert is that, uh, you know, people if you follow it on the social media or, the, you know, on Facebook or Twitter and stuff like that. The thing with Baffert is he's had so many brushes with rulings that it's, um, 
you know, there there is a there is a timeline, there is a paper trail of stuff that he's always been on the cusp, always been on the edge of, of these things. And, you know, historically in our sport, when you take a look at some of the things that have happened, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for example, Rick Dutro being suspended for ten, 10 years. years. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know, we had Jason Service and Jorge Navarro, they're both suspended now and what Santa needed and the, the Stronach group did to Jerry Hollendorfer. I mean, there are some situations where, you know, very serious actions were taken against these trainers. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, Bob Baffert to this point has remained basically Teflon, untouchable. But it remains to be seen if that will continue, if, you know, the test comes back positive and, you know, what the, the Churchill, what some of these other tracks decide to do. Uh, the operative word, I think, here. And this is not only this time, the most recent time, obviously, but other times with Baffert horse that come back is the word contamination. And uh, he's always been, um, you know, his defense was always, well, uh, it's such a small amount over that it could have, the horse could have been contaminated by either other people, stuff in the hay, and now ointment, etc., but you would think, especially with the ointment thing, with the um, the name of the particular drug that he was tested for and failed, is on the label of this ointment. And you would think that if you rub ointment into a horse's, uh, you know, skin and and his, uh, you know, fur, uh, enough to make a, a difference in the actual rash that it's going to make a difference in, you know, absorbing into the horse's system. So you would you would think that uh, he would have more, uh, uh, I won't say professional, but people around that know more than that, especially having the history of saying, listen, you know, I've been through this contamination thing more than one time, and I just don't want, let's not get anywhere near that this time, et cetera. It seems like... The ball was dropped somewhere because the one of the first interviews he did afterwards on the Fox News Network, he said, I don't know how the horse got it. We never gave it to him, never administered it to him. And then, you know, then they start talking about, well, maybe it was in the ointment, etc. So, you know, you got to think to yourself, maybe not saying anything at the moment is better than saying anything at all. <laughs> Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. You know, Baffert over the years has always gotten the benefit of the doubt. Right. It's happened again and again and again, mm-hmm. and um, he's never been punished. And he, you know, and it's at some point, uh, you know, someone's going to take a stand on, on something like this. But you know, we'll, we'll, there's still a process. We still get to get exactly. The we back. have to go through the process, and and that's just the way it is. And if the process says. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll uh, let the horse stand as the Derby winner, so be it. But the one thing that I think I would like just a little bit more of the folks at Pimlico and all the other people is they said that this horse is going to be under tight scrutiny, etc. Well, there's nine other horses in the race, and there's a whole ton of horses running on the same day there. I would hope that they would sit there and say this is a blanket security situation every horse is going to be under scrutiny just for the public trust let's not point it just out at medina spirit all these horses need to be under the, the same scrutiny i think well that's actually true i mean uh, you know going backwards uh, to the kentucky derby uh, you know i've been on the backside of churchill sure. downs for derby week many many times you yeah. know doing that work work with the SPN and ABC Sports, and Churchill does assign a security guard for every entrant in the Kentucky Derby. There is round-the-clock security mm-hmm. on all 20 horses. So, you know, so that has been going on for years, right. many, many years. They don't have cameras uh, in every barn, but I know Derby Week, they have security for every Derby horse. So this ho- the, all these horses are under observation. So, but... You know, if I'm a security guard and someone's you know, rubbing an ointment on the horse, I mean, it's, it's You're right. really You're sitting there saying, "Well, not let's my, look. I'm not a." Yeah, it, it <laughs> would seem like normal procedure. Yeah. <laughs> the, you know, the person is not a trainer; he's not a veterinarian. You know, but said, "Okay, well, that's all right." Yeah, but, but uh, you know, I, I just want—I I just would like, hopefully, with all the airtime we're going to have from uh, Pimlico, etc., with all the scrutiny on this horse. 
to let the general public out there, because the Preakness, you know, the Derby, the Preakness, and then the Belmont, if they got a Triple Crown winner going for it, and, and Breeders' Cup are the four times a year where the general public people out there, uh, you know, are aware of and take an interest in our sport. And I know that there should be emphasis on the fact, because this horse had that positive in the Kentucky Derby, that he will be under scrutiny. But I think it's important for them to let everybody know, everyone, every horse goes through, the, the, they have to go through the same scrutiny to keep the integrity and the, and the trust in our, in, in our industry, that's for well, sure. In our, in the, in yeah, the game. Well, I, I can add this, uh, going into the second step you know, of the uh, Triple Crown is you know, when all these horses ship to uh, Pimlico. At Pimlico, they have a stakes board yeah. where uh, the, the derby horse, or the, you know, the horses participating are housed in, unless it's a local horse and the horse might be uh, stabled at uh, Laurel Park if it's a local trainer. Right. But all the uh, stakes horses are in a stakes barn at Pimlico, and that also has observation uh, security 24 hours a day the entire week. So I know that for a fact. Yeah, well, this, uh, I don't think, uh, this was not a security problem as much as a uh, uh, a situation where uh, either the trainer, well, the trainer's always on the hook because uh, he stands responsible no matter what, but the uh, the veterinarians and the people uh, administering this stuff should have known that, you know. So we'll wait and yeah, see. Yeah, but you know, ha- the, the the thing with having you know twenty four hour security, at least yeah. it should eliminate the possibility of somebody in quote getting to the horse. Yeah, no, no nefarious action, right? Exactly. Yeah. You're, you're, if you don't have the right credential, you're not allowed anywhere near those animals. All right. So now then, we we talk about we talk about this from this aspect, but it's kind of overshadowing shadowing what we should be talking about is is dissecting the race itself. And like I said. Baffert could be his own worst enemy in this race with concert tour. I mean, that was a surprise, you know? Yeah. Well, I know Gary West, uh, just for inside information, uh, Uh he had made a huge future book bet on concert tour to win the Kentucky Derby. Mm -hmm. And um, he he stood to win a lot of money, Ralph. And I know he wanted this horse to run in the Derby very, very much. Mm -hmm. But, you know, Baffert uh, advised him that, you know, the horse didn't come out of the Arkansas Derby the way he wanted, you know, maybe try something else. So uh, they gave him more time, and uh, he he could not talk about not running in the Preakness because, you know, Gary West is a sportsman, and he pays a lot of money for these horses. So, you know, he he wanted to run. Now, the thing with Baffert, and we've seen multiple stakes races where Bob Baffert has, you know, more than one entry. But one thing that we never see is we never see two Baffert horses dueling each other on the front end. It just doesn't happen. So, you know, taking that – under consideration, that means one of these two horses right. is going to take back. I don't. I, I can't guarantee which one, but I, I've heard John Lindo uh, give an excellent analysis, uh, and Jerry J give an excellent analysis of Medina Spirit. Yeah. This horse, if he's not on the front end, he doesn't win. Yeah, so, and and <laughs> once he's know, on the front end, he's a very hard customer to pass. He just he digs correct. in fights. So we'll see. I mean, you got to think. When they come out of the gate, John Velasquez is going to be looking over to his right saying, what's Mike Smith going to do here? Because, yeah, if these horses go by the stands uh, head-to-head and get into a uh, early speed battle, Mr. Baffert is not going to like it. Yeah, and uh, as I said, over the years, over the decades, we've mm-hmm. seen Baffert with multiple entries in these stakes races. One thing you never see is they don't duel each other. So, you know, talking openly then, thinking out loud, that means the more likely horse to take back, in my mind, would be concert tour. Me too, because he's going to be uh, from the outside. I think Medina Spirit, they'll play the break, obviously, but I think Medina Spirit, if he has a good, uh, you know, comes away from the gate in good order, Smith will just see if he can try to tuck and, and pounce. But uh, we got plenty of time. The race doesn't go until 3.50 our time on Saturday, the 146th Preakness Stakes with the... Uh, <laughs> With new attention to it, that's for sure. But we need some money today, Rich. And I know that uh, today you have a simulcast sheet out. And going over the simulcast sheet, you do have a horse. You have a selection at Pimlico. And uh, you got mm-hmm. uh, you got one at Gulfstream Park. I know you got one at uh, Churchill Downs. And um, you got a couple at Belmont Park. And you have even have a, a pick uh, later on today for Evangeline Downs. So I'm going to just let you uh, tell us where you want to go for a selection off of your simulcast sheet available today, right now at the RaceDayLasVegas.com website. 
Well, well, the horse I like best off my sheet is at uh, Gulfstream Park, and it's a turf race. I, I heard you say there might be some rain down there. Yeah, well, that. there's a, there's a, like a lot of weather surrounding uh, Florida, so I don't know, you know, which way the wind's blowing or anything else. But there's a, there's clouds, clouds of rain over there. Well, well, I'm going to stick with this horse and hope they uh, keep the race on the grass. But it's race number seven at Gulfstream Park. It's okay. five furlongs on the turf. And uh, the horse I'm going to go with is number three, Running Memories, Joe Orsino and the uh, Victor LeBron uh, riding. This horse has been developing very nicely in the uh, turf uh, sprints. And uh, I think it's a really good situation for the horse, three to one in the morning line. So I'm going to go 25 win plays, two for the ROI, number three, Running Memories. And this is for turf only, Ralph. All right. Uh, it's, it's a five furlong turf race, seventh race on the card at Gulfstream. If it comes off the turf, it's a no play. Stays on the turf, it is a play. Number three, running memories in the seventh race on the turf only at Gulfstream Park. The three in the seventh race, Rich Angs play. 25 to win in place, the $50 stipend we give him. The $2 ROI, two to win on the three in the seventh at Gulfstream off of the Simo sheet. Covers many tracks today. You can get it at the racedaylasvegas.com website. Update on the. Uh, ROI? I am at $1.03. I had a rough week, but uh, we're still in the positive. we got to get things going there. Yep, you're over the Mendoza line still there. Let's keep it that way, my man. Thanks a lot. Hey, thanks, Rob. Good luck, everybody. All righty. And you know these guys, uh, Richie and John and Jerry, they'll all be looking at the Preakness Stakes with their material as well as we get to Saturday. But uh, coming up next, uh, i got John and Jerry. Yeah, no Twin Q today, but we do have John and Jerry coming up next, and uh, they do have uh, their sheets out for today. Let's get some more winners, huh? STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. The Race Day Las Vegas Show. The only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. All righty. Let's go to John Lindo standing by in Southern California. John, you have a, uh, a Pimlico Lindo report today. Well, with the Preakness on Saturday, it's time to get up to speed if we don't play Pimlico on a res- regular basis. So uh, did it today and a really good card tomorrow, 14 races on Friday and 14 on Saturday. So... Uh, let's get a good look at how the track plays today and not expecting any rain. So uh, this will give us a little bit of an education going into the, into the weekend. Yeah, we, it looks like uh, all systems go as far as weather is concerned uh, today. Uh, 71 degrees, little wind, uh, 9 miles per hour north-northwest, and uh, like a 1% chance of rain. Uh, you get on uh, 2% on Friday, and they say about 15% on Saturday. But uh, it seems to be okay. Uh, it's going to be 75 on Saturday and 74 tomorrow for Black Eyed Susan's Day tomorrow and, of course, Preakness Day on Saturday. I was talking about all the opportunities we'll have now because we're in full simulcasting uh, uh, with the paramutual pools with uh, Pimlico here in Las Vegas. 
But I do want to remind everybody, again, the one of the things I didn't mention on all of the uh, great opportunities with the uh, betting menu that they have there is they also have a Black Eyed Susan Preakness double that starts with the Black Eyed Susan tomorrow and then, of course, c- concludes with the, uh, the Preakness on Saturday, right? Right. That's race 13 on Friday to race 13 on Saturday. I think that's a dollar minimum. I have to look that up. And, and again, we, you know, we looked at the takeout rates yesterday. Most of the takeout rates are, are what we would consider normal. I, I didn't like the pick four takeout of 25.75%. That's high. But the, all their pick fives, not just one or one per day, but all the pick fives are at 12%. So, you know, that, that's value for our horse players. And uh, I do believe that the, uh, the pick six, however, is also around 20%. Yeah, I don't have the number of the pick six in front of me. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I do believe that sounds about right. All right. So, um, you know, the I don't know if the plot thickens anymore because it's out there now, and we're just waiting for the next next chapter, I guess. Uh, and uh, uh, Bob Baffert uh, has got so many different uh, situations going. First, he's got the, uh, the, the winner of the Kentucky Derby and the most uh, – you know, the biggest challenger, at least uh, on paper, is his other horse, Concert Tour. And they're both horses that have the same type of running style, so we'll have to wait to see about that. Then, of course, if uh, Medina Spirit doesn't win, you know, people are going to be pointing towards him for one. And if he does, they're going to be pointing towards him for one. It's just <laughs> like, it's, it's a no-win situation for this guy. No, and, you know, we're, we're, not, we're not to race day yet. you got to remember that they did some pre-out-of-competition testing on the Baffert horses earlier this week, mm-hmm. and those results will come in tomorrow. So if there's any kind of trace levels uh, still in the system of Medina Spirit, mm-hmm. that beta-methasone, you know, they will scratch him. So, uh, yeah, and that, that uh, medication is supposed to stay, stay in the system with a withdrawal time of about two weeks. Yeah. And the last time they, they did use that ointment on, on that horse – was uh, the day before the Kentucky Derby. Yeah. So, so, so it's right near the end of that window. If that was the cause of the positives. So, yeah, yeah. We uh, could do arithmetic. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a tightrope. That's for sure. Right, and you know, and Bob has a, a few other horses on the on the cards, uh, including Beautiful Gift in, in the Black Eye yeah. Susan Friday, and, yeah. and in the undercard on Saturday. So, yeah. you know, who's to say? We don't know if these horses are running until until tomorrow. We do know this, though. I, I really want to get back to thinking and talking about the Preakness Stakes itself and how it plays out because, uh, you know, I know Medina Spirit's the favorite at 9-5. to five. I know Concert Tour's the second choice at 5-2. to two. But there's some interesting long shots in this field that cer- certainly could pop up and win and or make the number. And with us now being available to bet into the exotics and get full uh, return on it, it's going to be a fun race to handicap, I think. Well, absolutely, and uh, you had mentioned one that that I think has a shot in the race, and that's the the California horse Rombauer, yeah. who who skipped the Kentucky Derby uh, for the Preakness. You know, he won the El Camino Real Derby at Golden Gate, and that he got a free entry into the Preakness. So they decided to wait for this, and uh, you know, his race in the Bluegrass. You have to remember there was no pace that day, yep. uh, and that's the race at Essential Quality one. But uh, the leaders were one two going on a very slow pace, and they finished fast. And, and Rombard ran really well to run third in a race shape that didn't suit his style. Nope. You know, depending on what happens on Saturday, if somebody decides to go after Medina Spirit early and, and the pace gets a little hot, Rombard would benefit, and I, I have no doubt he'll like the mile in 316. And you can make cases for Keep Me in Mind, uh, Crowded Trade, Midnight Bourbon, and uh, Risk Taking as well. So it's going to be an interesting race, that's for sure. It'll be a lot of fun. And, of course, we'll be talking about that. Tomorrow, big Black-Eyed Susan race day, that's for sure. And, again, the first half of the Black-Eyed Susan Preakness double, if you want to play that. And we'll be able to play all of that stuff right here in Las Vegas. John Lindo's Lindo Report for today, as we get our feet wet at Old Hilltop, available uh, right now exclusively at the uh, South Point. And, of course, you'll have a Lindo Report for the entire Black-Eyed Susan card tomorrow at Pimlico. And, again, the entire card on Saturday for the Preakness Day at Pimlico, because there's a lot of great stakes races in the undercard both days. And, of course, you'll still be doing your Santa Anita selections, and, of course, that is uh, tomorrow, Saturday, and Sunday, too. So you'll be, uh, you'll be, you'll be doing some work, man, all those races. <laughs> well, yeah, we did 14 on Friday, 14 on Saturday, wow. and then Santa Anita came up with a 10-race card on Saturday. Oh, and yeah. Start a little, 
they'll start a little early on Saturday at twelve thirty, trying to line themselves with the Preakness coverage. So, and we got yeah, a, we got a mandatory we got a mandatory payout at San Anita in the pick six if it gets there uh, on Sunday, right? Yeah, if nobody, if there's no single ticket winner Friday or Saturday, they'll they'll give out the pool on Sunday. All right, my man. Well, let's uh, let's uh, see if we can start building up a Preakness uh, bankroll right now today for Pimlico. Let's go to the fourth race today at Pimlico, and Ralph, there's there's some speed in here. The three hide and seek Sally, number four nine Martinis, and number five bring the answers. All like to be up or near the front end, mm-hmm. and I think that's going to help number six. Yesterday's plan. This is a horse that rallied from far back to run third for the same twelve thousand five hundred tag. Uh, she runs four today. That last race was on the on the uh, grass, but she's won five races on the dirt, so she can handle dirt. And uh, we'll see how this track plays. If if the speed backs up like it looks like it should on paper. Three to one on the morning line. I think number six. Yesterday's plan can make the last run. So, race number four, Pimlico. Horse number six. Yesterday's plan. Yeah, you know, and uh, when you watch the races today, folks, at Pimlico, a couple of things. One, it is a unusual configuration of the racetrack. If you looked at it from exactly overhead, and they do that a lot with the uh, drone coverage and the helicopter coverage now for the national telecast, it'll look like an egg. Because the uh, first turn is a lot sharper than the last turn. The last turn is uh, more, more sweeping. And the uh, regular coverage from the racetrack or the satellite signal is the camera is at such a low level. It's not as high as many other racetracks that you get this this angle when they come down the stretch that's a little bit different, too. So keep that in mind. It's a lot of fun to watch it, but keep that in mind. And, uh, John, you said that uh, Katie Davis, who is uh, married to uh, Mr. McCarthy, right? Right, exactly, yes. Uh, she was named on a horse in this race, but they said that uh, she is now pregnant. So she's off the, uh, her horses today, and uh, in that race, J.D. Acosta will replace her on the one horse. But you like number six, yesterday's plan, the six in the fourth race at Pimlico. That's John Lendo's play for the race day listeners, the $2 ROI, two to win on the six in the fourth at Pimlico. And, of course, um, the rest of the Lendo report today for Pimlico can be had right now exclusively at the uh, South Point Racebook, as well as all of his uh, sheets and coverage throughout the weekend, etc. Uh, any other updates that we should know, either from Southern California or from Baltimore or anything in between? No, as far as uh, I know, you know, that's a bit. We'll update the trainer standings and the jockey standings at Santa Anita tomorrow when, when they get back underway. And okay. in the meantime, uh, you know, the weather's good out here, so we'll we'll be fast and firm, and everything is is on go for the weekend at Santa Anita. And all calm on the front. That's good news. For now. For now, right? <laughs> Thanks a lot, John. <laughs> good luck today. All right, you got him, my man. Now we're going to go to Jerry Jackowitz standing by. All calm where you're at, Jerry. <laughs> nice and calm. Everything's easy to go, easy here. <laughs> All right, now uh, we know that uh, John will be doing full cards at Pimlico today, tomorrow, and on Saturday, along with his Linda report for Santa Anita. You have uh, Belmont Park and Santa Anita full sheets every day uh, while those tracks run, so right. you'll have a full sheet today at Belmont, and of course tomorrow Belmont and Santa Anita, and you will have a power page for specifically for the Preakness Stakes, right? Will you? Uh, we somebody asked me to ask you: Will you have one for the Black Eyed Susan tomorrow? Since there is a Black Eyed Susan Preakness double. Yeah, no. I, well, I don't know. Now that you put it like that, and someone's asked, I'll try and get that done for you guys today. Thank you very much. In the meantime, we need two picks from you at Belmont Park today. <laughs> Okie dokie. Let's do it. Let's right. go to the third race to get ourselves started, Ralph. Okay. Uh, number seven in the third, Pinky uh, Princess Pinky. Mm-hmm. Um, cute name mm-hmm. from Michelle Nevin. Second time off a little freshening. Ran really good in the sop last time, which typically this mare will not do. So that's a, sort of a signal that this mare is in pretty good shape. And um, I like her on this little class drop, 7-2. to two. If we get 5-2, to two, I think we're, we're getting the best of it. Number seven, Princess, Princess Pinky in the third. Mm-hmm. Take the seven over the two, four, five, small reverses. That'll be our first play is the seven and the third. All right. Now, I want to remind everybody today they have a uh, a later start time, a twilight start time at Belmont Park at 3.05 Eastern time, which is just five minutes after high noon here in Las Vegas in the Pacific time zone. So the third race, first of the two plays that uh, Jerry's going to give up for us off of the uh, power page, third race at Belmont number seven, Princess Pinky. 
The link-ups are 2, 4, 5, and reverse, $2 ROI, 2 to win on the 7 in the 3rd, which is the feature play on his power page plus as well. $2 ROI, 2 to win on the 7 in the 3rd. Before we get to your next play, an update on the ROI? No, I didn't. Okay. It's about about 0.55, but I'll give you the actual number tomorrow. You got it. Okay. Uh, Second play? Let's go to the uh, fifth race, Ralph. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm sort of bringing this up because, you know, every now and then we have uh, the new hottest trainer in the world. At one time it was Peter Miller, Chad Brown, Bob Baffert. The new hottest trainer has to be Wesley Ward. And I think we can feature this horse and show that off at the same time. That's number four, Coppertown in the fifth today. Coming off a layoff. Really good races in her background, in, in his background at Belmont. And this is a race with a lot of speed. And actually, the best race this horse ran was closing. So he's got JR up. And uh, if anybody's going to get a horse to settle and follow Aristocratic around, it's going to be JR. So I like number four, Coppertown. The morning line is five to one. I wouldn't go below seven to two. Mm-hmm. I'll take the four, make a win bet, and play the four with the one, six, seven, and ten. Do some reverses, but before that'll be our pop-out key in race number five. Might I make a suggestion? Sure. I'm going to throw in the eight in that uh, in that too. Let's see who the eight is, Ralph. Zevion, or Zavion. Zavion. Yeah, from that's uh, Mertan Cart Cantamucci. Yeah. Sure. Let's throw the eight in, but that's not that's on your ticket, not that's on, on my ticket. Correct. <laughs> your ticket is as follows. The four over one, six, seven, ten, and reverse. The two dollar ROI, two to win on the four in the fifth at Belmont. I'm throwing in the eight as an exotic, not as the win play, but as an exotic. I'm going to throw the eight in there too. Can I ask what you saw in the horse? Uh, I, I like that kid Hernandez. I think he's okay. Benjamin Hernandez. Okay. Yeah, yeah I like uh, you know, I, as a long shot rider, you know, and and that's what I'm looking for—a little bit of meat okay. on the bones, you know. I, I got. Oh, yeah, you'll get meat on that bone. I come on, I got to I got to build up my bankroll for all these great plays and all these uh, this great card that we're going to have tomorrow and uh, Saturday at Pimlico. Okie dokie. <laughs> you know. I I understand. I get it. Okay. Hey, it, listen, you know, there's nothing wrong with adding a big price into any play. Right, because uh, that's what that's what we're trying to do. You know, we're not right. saying that this horse is going to win the race. I'm saying that he could uh, fall into an exotic play and uh, be a nice payoff. Well, that's the strange part of horse racing, Ralph. Is the horses we don't like are very often the horses that can do for us what we want to get done. <laughs> so. Ooh, that's a heck of a saying to end the show with. That's a good one. I like that. All right. In any case, we're going to wrap up this almost Friday, Thursday, race day Las Vegas radio program. And, of course, tomorrow, Black Eyed Susan Day. It'll start early in the morning at Pimlico. It's going to start earlier in the morning on Saturday. But we'll be back at our usual time tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. Pacific time. In the meantime, get out there and enjoy it. Get that vaccine. Get that vaccine. Go ahead and say it, Jerry. Have a great race day, everybody.